Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good, everybody? My name is Kana. It's the ninja you love to hate, Alpha Male G-O-D, 51 Spade. Welcome to another episode of Relations. We have two exciting topics we want to dive right into tonight. The first one being old pain affecting new joy. And the second one, entertaining your ex. Let's talk about some of that old pain affecting new joy. Does sound like kind of a girly topic. Would it you agree? Surely does. <laughs> but I think men are pretty guilty of carrying baggage into new relationships as well. I just think they're good at hiding it. Mm, I ain't gonna necessarily say that, but I'm gonna say it depends on the individual. It all always depends on the individual or the man because, like me, well, I be having a blockathon going on. I'll block phone numbers. I block Facebook. I block IG. And it depends on okay. how we end it. But those are all nouns. Those are all people, places, things. I get that. We're talking about emotional stuff. And I block that out Pain. too. Pain. That's an emotion. Yeah, but I block that out too. It can't be blocked out. You're going to act out somehow. Somehow in your new relationship, that old pain resurfaces. Let's talk about how normally something like that plays out. You have a girl that likes to club. She likes to go out. She goes with her friends. She's not known as a whole or a promiscuous person. She just has a lot of girlfriends and they like to party. Well, you come into a relationship with trust issues. So you're going to come into that dynamic probably having a problem with her partying because you have jealousy issues, which is old pain affecting new joy. Pretty basic example of how your old pain can certainly resurface. And I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying that once I start talking about the women's relationship with old pain affecting new joy, I'm going to be talking forever because yeah, but, yeah, it's but, a, mount, a fountain with us. I got that. But you probably needed to reverse what you just said actually to the woman versus the man. Because realistically, I find that to come off is the women that actually do that more than a man would actually do it. Because when women go out, it's... it's in a new in a newer relationship, I'm not really like that, but is the man, you know, they complain a lot about men that go out. So if I want to go out with my homeboys or I wanna it's her that's actually like, What time are you coming back? They be on edge. You smell like this. Uh, I see glitter on you. It's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it's like different shit that that go on and most men like when the woman come back from the club a lot of times we sleep. At I use that as a very vague <laughs> example. I get, it, I get pain. it. And there's a reason why I did that. It's because I knew it was a girly topic. I knew that I was going to have a whole bunch to say. And you, from the male perspective, is not going to have a lot to say. So I feel like with you, I need I, to dig no, to okay. find out how some of that pain with you personally or some of your homeboys, you've seen resurface. Because it actually does. But y'all just hide it well. So I'm having to do this to get you to realize that even some of the things that you might have going on in your relationships or some of your homeboys' relationships, some of the rules that they have or guidelines or issues that they're having mm. is actually from an old relationship into the new relationship. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would not say I don't believe it, but I think a lot of times with, with guys, I'ma say it depends on the breakup. 
and how they go and if they're choosing the exact same type of woman because I, I i use it as trigger points like if someone in that relationship is doing something that's a trigger point to me that's actually what's making me you know making me react or making me say well you know what that last bitch moved like that so it makes me and this is the think that. Time so that so it's was- yeah so it's really a trigger point because like i said i'll block it out because once I'm done with the relationship, I'm really done. But she might do something that's triggering me to make me go there into the other relationship. So if you if you're going from that standpoint, I, I get it. Right. Okay, but I don't think men really identify that as okay, this is old pain. It's just like you said, you even wanted to give it a whole new name. Oh, it's just a trigger. But it's really just it's old pain that you really haven't dealt with. There's something that you haven't dealt with that you're gonna carry on from relationship to relationship. So I don't even think it's really, I get trigger, but when someone says the word trigger to me, I'm thinking maybe a trigger for like a crack addict. A trigger for a crack addict might be going to the strip club because he used to do crack with strippers. So that's going to be a trigger. If he go to the strip club, it's going to make him want to do crack. You understand? You know what I'm saying? I don't that's know what, what you're saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. That's and, more and, of a trigger and, for me. And, 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 and I think that's why we probably are disengaged from it. A lot of times with men, I think we're better at burying pain than women. Um, and I also think that we don't go that far into like a rat- rabbit hole to actually like resurface it or take it to the new woman. Because for one, we're trying to forget that woman so much, we're trying to actually get a, a woman that's nothing like the woman I was with. So sometimes... Those triggers might not even come up because the woman that's I, I actually go to next is actually way different than you. That's why that's why females be mad. Like they'll say silly shit like he with this ugly ass girl and this is this, and that. And I'd be like, How is this girl ugly? Like what scale are you judging her on? It's just that hate come out of y'all and it's like you're trying to say because she's nothing like you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we don't look at we don't look at if I run into my ex I'm not looking at my ex and be like, well, damn, this dude that she's with is nothing like me. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand that. Yeah, that's w- definitely a girl thing. Yeah, like I understand. But I also understand that women sometimes, like, women don't have, like, physical types a lot of times. Like, I'll be like, well, why are you with that dude? He makes me laugh. Like, that's not a physical goddamn thing. Like, oh, I feel safe with him or some shit like that. I'd be like. That's why you chose the motherfucker. Like he make you feel safe. Like, but women do that type of shit. But if you, if I go to my homeboy and I be like, oh boy, I see you out here. You know what I'm saying? That means he done picked something that looked that's way it. better than what he had. Like, right. oh Nick, I, you done upgraded now. I right. see that. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like that. So I'm really choosing someone that's totally different from the woman that I was with. That's why I said like I, I do a blockathon, and then I'm just trying to choose someone that's really not. There, but for you, elaborate, and I'll I'll double dutch on in and clarify anything that. Well, you Well, I mean, to do. for women, I think everybody out there in our audience, this is a pretty familiar topic. I don't think anybody's really going to have questions about it. They'll just probably have comments and actually, um, personal stories. For me, I wanted to go last because my biggest <clears throat> pain that I bought into any new relationship I'm ever going to get into is just being in something abusive. Mm-hmm. You develop um, reflexes. You there are things you do mm-hmm. um, immediately that you can't control. They're involuntary reactions because you came from 
an environment that you could be punched or slapped. You don't know when you're going to get it. So you take that in to a new relationship. And I think for me, it's affected me most because your spouse might be walking towards you to do something endearing. He might be walking towards you to hug you. Mm -hmm. He might want to rough play, tickle you. You know what I'm saying? He might be being himself. And then in a moment of genuineness, there's a reflex. And that is... Not so fun in a new relationship. Did you see a counselor? No. Do you think you need to see a counselor? Absolutely. I think I could definitely benefit from counseling in that in that so, situation. So you take that you're you're taking that into an old relationship. A new relationship. I mean a, a new relationship. But what if the guy is so even if the guy is nothing like your last guy, you're still thinking I don't know, I guess like what I what I'm thinking to myself is like but in your case I understand because you're talking about a physical abuse thing. So I understand like, how you could probably take that into a, a, a new relationship. But I guess, like, give me an example of something else. I don't want to, I don't want to. Okay, so not abuse. Yeah. Because that's deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. old pain affecting new joy. I mean, I could use the age old one, and that's just a girl that doesn't trust her guy. And I think no matter how great of a guy you meet, I think women are just more in tuned with opportunity when it comes to men what you mean in tune with opportunity i think women are in tune with opportunity meaning every time your man goes off to work basically there's there's plenty hours a day we're not together during those hours that is opportunity to cheat i'm not saying you're cheating i'm saying you have the opportunity to and i think every woman that's been hurt in the past or been cheated on i don't think you could just say hey None of those opportunities exist in my new relationship. So that's why I actually used abuse because abuse is, you said, oh, I I don't mind using abuse because that's a reflex. It's an involuntary reflex. But guess what? If you came from relationship after relationship with cheaters, 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 it might be an involuntary reflex mentally to suspect your spouse of cheating. Because you're not with him every day. You know, and I'm hard on women who take their men through that, going through their phone and accusing them of cheating. But I have to put myself in their shoes and just switch them. What if it's not abuse? What if they just have been cheated on so many times that now that reflex is involuntary? Reflex meaning the accusatory, them being suspicious. That could be a reflex of old pain in a new situation. You know what tripped me out? Here we go. Men Whenever always, he starts some shit like men that, men always get men always. It's be facts. You just be losing. You know, it, it's that's all that really be. It just you don't be having nothing to say, and you just get beat down. But you know what tripped me out? That women always be like they'll use like some past relationship to be like, well. It's opportunity. Y'all use like clever words like opportunity. Opportunity isn't that clever of a word. Got you. Well, it's a clever word for just saying that your ass is just nosy. Like, that shit ain't got nothing to do with no motherfucking like. It probably could, you know, if you want to say, hey, I was cheating on this and that. But the same opportunity that I have in a day is the same opportunity that you have in a day. You don't see me going through your motherfucking phone and through your goddamn Facebook and through your IG and parked across the street where you like looking and shit to see if you just like really had went to work and all that type of shit. I don't do all that shit. I be having trust issues, 
But at the same point in time, I don't feel like I have to do all that. That's taking on a whole new job. And I get that it's coming from the standpoint that you say, well, I brought this out of this relationship into this new relationship. But I just think it's a clever way to just to say that you're just nosy anyway. That's not true. That's why I wanted to use the word involuntary. It's not malice intent. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody wakes up and we're not. Hold on, let me back up. Thank there you. are some women who are just that petty. <laughs> Thank you. And they wake up to be petty. Thank you. But if we're talking about from my core group of people, people my age, demographic, and smarts, mm. they're not waking up to start a fight. It could be just an involuntary reflex. He's gone 12 hours a day, you know, and it might be involuntary if he is only eight hours of those days you can account for because he's at work. There are four more hours that you can't account for. And if you're like me, you're not where are you at. You ain't texting like, when are you going to be home? You're home when you're home. But I'm not going to sit home and be like, you know what? There is just no opportunity for my man to ever do anything. That's just, I'm not going to have, I'm not, I'm not that naive. Every man has an opportunity to cheat. And if you came out of a relationship where that was happening to you all the time, I definitely think it could be an involuntary reflex to be suspicious of your spouse. Period. It does not make the woman a bad person. Didn't say that. It is an example of bringing old pain into a new situation that can potentially be full of joy. I just don't think it's her fault is what I'm saying. Of course it's not. It's not her fault that she sit there and say, who is this that every time you post a picture that likes your comment, that always has to click a heart. You're not waking up to start this fight. This fight just magically happens because a series of events and series of questions, and what I really call it, I call it a series of unfortunate events that Mm. actually happen to go down because you say, I wasn't trying to start no fight. I woke up in the morning, freshed, you know what I'm saying? I thought I posted a picture that just just to say goodnight to IG, and I wake up to something different. Now, I get you could bring these trust issues into the next thing. Next situation. That's quite possible. Opportunity, as you call it. But I have the same opportunity throughout the day. I've been cheated on. Been cheated on quite a few times. And you don't bring any of those issues. I want you to really think I feel like answer that question. I feel like this. That's why I call trigger points. And I also think that's why we're debating as far as like a man way of looking at it and a woman way of looking at it. For me, I try to take the opportunity to say that this person is not the last person I'm with. Because I just told you, I took, I try to take steps to make sure that this last woman, I mean, my new woman is nothing like my last woman. So mm-hmm. I don't even go into it to say, you know, she's going to do this or she's going to do that. Like, I don't like to rock a boat when it's not, you know, it's not even rocking. But I think women a lot of times, like, I get it. You're going to take. What you that pain that you had from the last relationship into the new one. But my thing is, there's nothing going on, even though you're saying it's opportunity, but there's nothing going on. And I think the difference is, is a man. If my lady said, hey, I had if my ex used to go out to a bunch of clubs, party, this, this and that, you know, who the fuck knows? She had plenty of opportunity. Exactly. But my new one got rid of this one. New one steps in. My thing is, I'm not thinking about what my old lady did. This is my new lady. Hey, I'm finna go out with my friends this time. Okay, cool. I don't even ask what time she coming back. I'm just thinking to myself, 
hey, probably gonna watch some movies. You know, do me. When she come back, probably gonna get some pussy. Just when she come back. I'm not thinking anything negative, this and that. I just think in return, the woman is like, I get Texas when I'm out. How long y'all think y'all gonna be? Like, they start off real slow. You know? Getting kind of late. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if, 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 if that's just something that's programmed in your head. And now I'm starting to see because you said opportunity. Do that. But, I, but I'm just saying, I just don't do it to my old lady. It's because, just because I've got cheated on, I just would say, if I'm picking the same person. And that's another thing. I think sometimes y'all pick the same type of men. So probably that's why that comes up. Like, y'all pick the same type of, of guy when y'all move to the next guy. So it's like those things for y'all probably come natural. I think, too, that we're staying surface. I think you have to consider um, men who grew up in households with single moms, men who grew up in households with mothers who use drugs or fathers that use drugs or fathers who beat on their moms. Like a lot of that, if we're going to go there because mm -hmm. we have to dedicate this topic to half of our show, mm -hmm. you sometimes have to dig a little deeper and I think a lot of that old pain surfaces and in, in interrupts new joy, too. Like how? Because, oh, shit. Simple one. Men don't aren't emotional creatures. Sometimes they don't know how to say, I love you. They don't want to hug. They don't want to cuddle. They don't want to hold hands. Mm -hmm. That, and, and they stay real on the surface. Oh, I'm just not an affectionate person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's just old pain from your mama house. Mm -hmm. Period. Just like your immediate question was, hey, did you get therapy? Have you talked to somebody? Well, that would be a return question to a motherfucker that can't be emotional. Mm -hmm. The fuck happened to you? Did your mom say I love you? Did you get hugged by your mother? Yeah, if, if I meet a guy who was born from a vagina, mm -hmm. I expect him to have been nurtured, even mm -hmm. though that might not have always been the case. Mm -hmm. And if he is not nurtured, mm -hmm. then he will go into a relationship and not be, know how to be nurtured or how to nurture himself. You understand what I'm saying? I totally get what you're saying, but I just don't agree with what you're saying. Well, how can you not agree? Because I'm going to tell you why. Okay, people are programmed a lot of time different ways. So, I'm going to give you a scenario to to the answers of, of just one way. Not every man, but just one way. I grew up in a household where my mom and dad said I love you and did all those type of things. And he bought flowers and he did all that. And... He was a rolling stone. And to me, when I saw that myself, for me personally, I was like, those words are hollow. They mean absolutely nothing. So I kind of grew up with the sense of anybody can do those things. Anybody can say, I love you. Anybody can just say what they want to make things smooth over. So for me, my actions of what I do to prove to my woman that this is how I love you. Not through the words that I actually say, but what I'm actually doing is proving to you that I love you. That don't mean that I grew up in a household where I didn't see any of that stuff. I just thought it was bullshit. That it was so easy for him to say the words I love you and they be hollow. Some people see things a lot of different ways. So those things that I saw, they were just hollow words to me. I, and I didn't want to grow up just saying... I love you That's to old anybody. Pain. They, that uh, uh, that I, is identifying say. old pain hammer on the nail. Even though it's, I hate to call it pain because you're not pained. You're not 
in any That's type what you just of. Called it. I, I, I'm gonna fix it though. You're not in a dysfunctional situation because of that. That's is right. what I'm saying. So to but, use the word pain is uh, kind of harsh. But you absolutely so hold on, hold on. bought something from your childhood. Got it. Into a relationship. Got you. But all, but well, you didn't clarify because when you say bringing old pain, pain I'm saying you don't identify a, that as pain. No, no, no. Not saying that. I'm saying I'm I'm under the, the impression that you're saying from your ex or something like that you're bringing that into so you're just saying just in general yeah okay well yeah you didn't clarify yeah because the topic is old pain affecting your new joy and i think that and that's why we do the show because we could stay surface and stay boyfriend girlfriend how can you bring it in from other relationships but the, the issue is the realism is you experience love a lot sooner than with just your girlfriend you have love for your mom. Your dad has love for you. You have love for your cousins. Like family love and parental love is the first type of love you feel. Mm -hmm. So if that in some way was dysfunctional or different, because I don't want to call your household dysfunctional, but the story you told of your father saying I love you and giving your mom flowers and those words being hollow because in the next five minutes he could be down the street with another chick, mm -hmm. to you, the words did not hold weight. But you learned that not in another relationship. Mm -hmm. You learned that at your home, which was but, my point. Yeah, but that wasn't pain for me, though. I, I was just something that I recognized. <laughs> of course it wasn't. You're no, so I, macho. Oh, it's not, I mean, it's not oh, about, you're not, you're, you're not listening. Like, I need you to clear, clear, clean that wax out your ear. Just because you're trying to, you can't tell me, like, what my pain is. Because I just told you, like, I know what pain is. I've been cheated on before. That's fucking pain. Me recognizing that. What someone actually is saying and me not wanting to grow up that way does not does not say that that's pain for me. I just recognize it is like I just don't want to do that. That's all. I get it. I get it. And this is why I associate it with pain. Because it's going to bring you dysfunction in your new relationships. This is why. Because women, some women are going to understand that. Me being intelligent and able to communicate and having a relationship show, I get it. But I've also taught myself to be open to different situations that were just different from mine. But in most cases, a woman is not going to understand being in a relationship with somebody four years plus that doesn't say I love you and that doesn't want to hold her hand and doesn't want to kiss her in the mouth and doesn't want to do this and doesn't want to do that. They're not going to get that. And it's going to be a problem. You're not associating it with pain. But the topic is old pain affecting new joy. And if your wife ain't happy that's affecting new joy you're affecting the but who uh, says your wife ain't happy though if she's having an issue with if she's not hearing I love you and, it's, and I understand what you're saying your wife might be happy because you're yeah. showing her that she's loved however you can't no, say that no, you I'm didn't have saying, to explain no I'm just saying yeah but who's to say that you're taking probably personally how you feel but everybody might not feel, feel that way some people some, some people have to uh, some people don't necessarily believe the words that come out of your mouth because they might come from a situation like that. Or we both might feel the same way. We found each other. We understand each other. And those words are not necessarily mean anything. They, 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 they mean yeah. something, but they don't have uh, yeah. more weight than your actions. Exactly. I get that. I don't I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying. I don't. What I'm saying is if and I hate pulling this car, but I'm going to do it. Statistically, when you get your in a relationship, I think it's safe to assume that that woman wants to hear I love you. Now, once she understands your plight and where you're coming from and she's understanding that the things that you're doing are showing love, that's one thing. But the fact that you have to go into a new relationship with that challenge 
That is what puts your situation on the table. And that's why it's associated with the topic of pain affecting new joy. Because it's still going to be a challenge for you going into the relationship. Because more times than not, you're going to meet a woman that wants to hear that. Just like you say, oh, women, girls are born and then they get dolls. They get Barbies and they have kin. I don't ever rebuttal you when you say that. It's true. It's something that we're set up for. To be nurturing and play with dolls. So I think it's also safe to assume because of that... Most of us are going to want to hear Ken say, I love you, Barbie, mm -hmm. and Barbie to say that back to Ken. Cool. You understand what I'm saying? It's I not an action that people associate love with at first. So you now have to convince your new love of your, your normal. To you, it's just words. They don't really matter. I want to show you I love you. But you still have the challenge of convincing that person to associate your actions and not think about the fact that they're not hearing it. Cool. I love you. Sometimes. I mean, like I said, it's, it's all individual based. Like, I don't even have, like, a, 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 a regular relationship. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, it just depends. So, those statistics really mean, they can mean something if it's for that person and in the pool that he's actually in. Mm -hmm. I'm just not in that pool. I never, I never said that I didn't understand it. But I was also saying that sometimes you meet people where that might not be a problem. Like you're painting something from the perspective of what well, might be a, a problem for that. For me, it has not been a problem. Well, let me tell you what has been a problem. And this is the second topic of the night. And that's called entertaining your ex. Entertaining. So we're not going to go into sexual liaisons because that's not what entertaining really means. Entertaining, I'll let alpha male explain what you mean. Explain the word uh, or the concept of entertaining your ex. Entertaining my ex? Mm -hmm. Um. Now, this is where we might definitely drift apart. Because, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying guys don't do it. I just find that a lot more women. That's your stance. Everything uh, we talk about. Entertain, yeah, because y'all have the most issues. Y'all have to probably see the most counselors. It's just one of those goddamn things. I, I, I don't know why y'all do half the shit y'all do. I don't think y'all know why y'all do half the shit y'all do. But even with that being said, you're here, you know, and this is how we just gonna rock. But anyway, I find that women always trying to keep peace. So I'm just going to show you the difference between the man and the woman. Really, at the end of the day, women always trying to smooth shit over. Like they can have an ex. They might not even be fucking with the ex. Then you have your new dude. But the old dude contacts you from time to time. Probably follows you on, on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, social media, this and that. And you have a difficult time telling this guy, even though you're not with him, that I'm in a new relationship. But you don't want to sever the goddamn head off of the shit. Because, like I said, it's a woman thing. You're trying to keep everybody's feelings in place and make sure that, you know, you don't hurt this guy's feelings. And you don't want to look like the bad guy and whatever the case may be. And I just feel like a lot of times men get confronted with that shit. And we're placed in the situation of, like, we ain't got no choice and no shit like that. Like, I have a problem with your ex, this, this, and that. Now, I got to make the fucking call and be like, listen, man, she's tripping. Hey, been nice knowing you. And then have to sever the tie. With women, I have to fucking, like, go over and over and over this shit. Like, it's like, I hate to repeat myself, but I find often that I'm repeating myself. I thought I told you to block this motherfucker off Facebook. I did. 
but you can still message message even if y'all not friends. Got you. So why the fuck you just ain't tell him to stop contacting you? This ain't hard level shit to do. Y'all know how to deliver that message, but y'all don't know how to deliver it back when it's coming for you to follow instructions to do that shit. I find that go on often. Not on our end because you like to jump down our goddamn throat when this shit happened. But when it's on you, I hear a bunch of fucking excuses. He found me on Instagram. And y'all always tell us shit that, you know what I'm saying, like, even though you not fucking them, because y'all always bring up shit that's kind of less important, but kind of show that I was following instructions, not to a T, but I followed those instructions and something else popped up. I don't know how that happened. It just popped up. And we don't get the same shit in return. First of all... That's bullshit. That I'm going to use your... That is not bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, that is not because bullshit. Because number one, you can't control what your ex does. And I using didn't say social that. media is stupid. I didn't say that. Because a motherfucker that wants to communicate with you will communicate with you. And there's nothing that you can do about that except for control if you communicate back. Didn't that's that, it. That, that, I, see? Y'all understand one thing? You notice what I said a lot of times when she had wax in the end, she don't hear the shit? I said, deliver the message to that person... That actually say, don't call me. I didn't ask you if you could control what that person do. Okay, even I didn't if you ask a person not to call you, I don't mean they won't. I didn't ask have you. Have I ever called but, somebody but, uh, that didn't uh, want me to call them? Yes, I have. Have you? I didn't ask you that, though. I said, I often find that women make a lot of excuses of why this person is actually contacting because they don't make that statement, do not call me anymore. You're saying, well, if someone can contact you, and I didn't ask you that. I said, when I tell my lady, did not tell you to block him on Facebook, did not tell you not to tell him don't contact you no more, to follow those directions out. That is what I said, but y'all can't follow those directions because something else magically always pops up, like what you just said, because you're giving the example right now of what women do. I can't control what someone else do. That's a prime example of what I'm talking about. Tell me, men in America, have you ever heard some bullshit since you want to call bullshit out of women saying shit like that? It sounds a lot familiar, doesn't it? You are really upset. Like, calm down. First of all, First not of that all, serious. we ain't having none of that with y'all. Good grief. You cannot control what someone else does. I get what you're saying. That shit is crazy. It's not. Because I can say don't call me and someone can still call. But you didn't leave with that. <laughs> of course I didn't. Of course you didn't. You have, I, I think men don't, like, y'all got it twisted. Because it's, it's it, it, in y'all minds somewhere, especially because y'all the king of y'all domain and where y'all live, like, y'all don't run shit elsewhere. Like, a woman can, I, it's happened to me. I can say a thousand times, I'm in a relationship. Don't call me. Don't do this. And they, they will comply for a year. And then a year and a day later, here's a message. And, and I get, there's an inbox to your inbox. It's not even the inbox you have when you first open up social media. It's another one where they can send you a message, but it's kind of like a request and a message at the same time. Like, I'm not your friend, and I want to be your friend, but you don't got to be my friend, but read this here. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get that message. Mm -hmm. So, hold on. So, before you go any further down this rabbit hole, it's going to mean absolutely nothing once you stay on topic. <laughs> so, the topic is actually this. So, what about that motherfucker? Because, like I said, you have a problem staying on topic, so we're going to bring you back. That one that you don't cut off, the one that you entertaining, that's the one that I'm talking about that you don't tell and say, 
You can't call me no more because y'all was. I knew him from way back, and he was just so sweet. And I know his mama, and I know his sister, and I just don't think that that would that's be a right. Big, that's a big thing, though. Like all jokes aside, like when you're in a relationship, I'm a relationship girl. I be in a relationship for years. Mm-hmm. How genuine would it be if I'm in a ten year relationship, and at the end of that ten years, after making friends with the sister? The cousins, the mom, the dad, the sister and her kids. How disingenuous would I be to walk away from a 10-year courtship and still not have those liaisons with those people? Mm-hmm. How? Do you want to marry the new dude that you with? Yeah. Then that's how. See, the thing is this. At the end of the day, I didn't ask if it was a problem about you knowing the sister, the mama, the cousin, any of that shit. What I am worried about is this. See, when he contacts you, it's often that thing of, like, the flirting goes on. So, it's like, that's what I'm talking about. Because it's like, hey, if y'all not, if y'all ever break up, you know I'm your forever boyfriend. When he breaks up with his ex, he's on your ass to get some pussy. He flirts with you. Sends little hearts. Do all this extra type of shit. The family ain't got nothing to do with you blocking him, cutting him, shoving him off. That has nothing to do with it. But you entertain that type of shit. Because what y'all say is, y'all don't put a halt on the shit. Oh, boy, you crazy. And put LOLs and all this type of other type of shit up. Shaking my damn head and all this laughing out loud type shit going on. You don't ever be like, you know, that's inappropriate. Because I could tell you one goddamn thing. When I get clicks on shit from people and, and I say that same shit that you just said, well, shit, you just can't control, bitches. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just want to say hi and this and that. No, you'll be jumping down my motherfucking throat because you'll be like, this bitch want to fuck you. That same shit that, that you say to me, I want you to know when I'm saying to you, that's cool, you know, it's mama now. But he trying to get some pussy. How hard is that for you to say you can't fucking contact me no more? But you know why? Because you like the flirting and everything that go by. And you like that attention and everything that go by. Sounds about accurate. I would say this. If I'm being transparent. Please. There is a window, so to speak, of time where the type of ex you're talking about. Because I did go off topic. You're talking about an ex you don't communicate that you're in a new relationship with. You don't give him boundaries. You're trying to keep him around for some specific reason. So, I'm thinking to myself, when have I ever done that? I There was a window of time where I didn't excommunicate my ex. is because I wanted to him to see me happy. I wanted him to see me on date night when I posted it. I wanted him to see me with my new hair done and my nails. And I wanted him to see me progressing. And I know that is... Less important than concurring with your new relationship. I get it. But I had to put myself in those shoes and say, Kana, have you ever done that? And I absolutely have. So but point, it wasn't because I wanted, I was holding on to him for something. I just wanted to show Do him. Do you feel that that's disrespectful? To the new... You, you, to your, your new guy. I don't think I would use the word disrespectful. I think I, disre- I, I think I would use the word disregard his wishes. Because I'm not disrespecting you in a way that I'm... Conversing with this person, I wasn't having a conversation with him, but I didn't block him on social media mm-hmm. because I wanted him to see. I wasn't communicating. 
I just wanted to show him something. Let me ask you a question. Let's just say, for instance, you with your guy, and he want to show his ex something. He want to show, <laughs> look at my new girl. The girls be out sometimes. We at the movies and stuff like that. And he wants to make sure that she see that. Would you buy that? I like, like if you say she always contacting you. Why? And he says to you, I'm just trying to show that you know me and you be having a good time. Uh, I would have a problem with that. I would have a problem with. Let me tell you why. Shit. Let me tell you why. Go ahead. Because it usually doesn't work in reverse. Like you always say, oh, men don't think like that. Men don't do shit like that. So if a bitch is still contacting a man, we're right about why she's contacting the dude. But when a dude, when an ex-man is contacting the woman, it's not always that. It's not always that. I can say that because I'm a woman who has not cut communication off for every ex she's ever had. But my reasons for not cutting them off are different for each ex. Mm-hmm. Y'all reason for not cutting a bitch off is you want to go back and fuck her. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. What you said sounds good mm-hmm. in theory because things can be reversed, but that is absolutely incorrect. Most of that time, y'all still trying to smash. We're just trying to make ourselves look better. Like, I recovered See you later, bye. You can see me happy over here. That's our reason for not completely blocking off an ex, period. There are more of us out there doing that for that reason and more men out there holding on to their exes for the reason of sex. You see this fucking look that's on my face? It's a detection of bullshit when I hear bullshit. Let me tell you something about let me tell you something about females since you think that since, so you, since you think I don't read from the book of life hard knock life on top of that you know what when I see a lot of my homeboys a lot of times when they done broke up with their ex I often notice turn often notice I often notice that they're never with their ex they're always with a new bitch but you know when I see females. They've turned back the clock of time for some fucking reason and they be with their ex. That same motherfucker that you're talking about that you say, I wouldn't be with him and I, I cut him off and we're still friends with the family and shit like that. Next thing I know, I'll pop up because we done broke up and I done confronted you over and over and over again about this motherfucker and guess who you show up with? That nigga Dell is who you show up with since you don't... Since, so since y'all... Talking about communication and getting cut off and all this other type shit. Like, do you smell what Spade is cooking? <laughs> Let me show you something. I do this. And I'm telling you, that shit that you talking is inaccurate. The person, the reason y'all keep him around a lot of times is because he often has the potential. And a lot of men, a lot of times, they change their theory of how they, how they think. They grow up. You watch them grow up and you be like, he wasn't marriage material then when I had him. But now... He has arrived. And then, because y'all are still friends and been contacting each other and keeping up with how each other's been and stuff like that, you think we should try this again? It's how that go. So that shit that you're saying to me of that we keep ours around because we want to fuck them, I'm not going to say that that is inaccurate. How long? But, hold on, hold on. But, what I will say is, 
you don't see us back with them. But I often see a lot of women back with their exes for some reason. How long did you smash your ex, meaning just sex, after y'all broke up? Your last ex. How long did you have sex with her after y'all went your separate ways? I think twice. Yeah. I think twice. Case closed. Debate over. I think twice. Finished. But I wasn't. Done. Yeah. Because I ain't went I, but, back and fucked guess what? Nan X. And I said Nan. N-A-N. Nan. Nan. And I've communicated with them, of course. They're still my Facebook friends. That's cool. But, but guess ask what? me the same question guess what? and it's going to be guess zero. What? Zilch. Nada. That's cool. That's cool. And that shit sound good. But guess what? I wasn't with someone. So to it's, get something. Hold on. Shut that, shut that, shut that shit up. I wasn't in a new relationship. I was actually in still our breaking up phrase, trying to figure out if I was trying to move on with someone else. Now, if you're talking about when I was actually with someone, the answer is zero. Not when we broke up and then I'm and we're sitting there arguing, going back and forth, or not even arguing. We're trying to see if we're gonna move forward. But if you're talking about I was in a new relationship and I went and fucked the ex, that didn't happen. So How long did you have sex with her? After you broke up, that was the question. I didn't ask you whether you was in a new relationship. But I, but you have to put that in. How? Entertaining your ex. <laughs> it's an ex. It that's didn't not, say entertaining not, an ex when you're in a new relationship. How long did you entertain your ex after the relationship was over? Is the question. Okay. What is it? How long? I fucked her twice. So okay. What? So what do you mean? So what? Twice is in a lot. If you did that after you broke up, the potential to fuck her again is present. That's cool. Just because you're but y'all keep mother, somebody, but y'all keep motherfuckers around for five, ten years. So you, so so since you're sitting there saying, I didn't ask you like, like I'm gonna use your same words against you. I didn't ask you if you fucked them. I, the topic is entertain. So did you entertain? Yes or no? Yeah, I am saying no fucking shit. <laughs> Who you think this is? I do this shit. It's lawyer fifty one spade no, on the it's case. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. So, no, because you want to keep on topic, right? So let me show you something. When you want to change shit around, see, if that wasn't the topic, whether I fuck or not, it's called entertain. And I and you said how many times did I fuck him? Cool, but did you entertain? Is the fucking topic. I think how you entertain is important. How, yeah. Now you want to bring in direction because when I said, yeah. because so, hold because on, you're because calling, when I said, when I said I wasn't with somebody new, you said it didn't matter, <laughs> right? We're gonna have to be specific about entertainment. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we got to because be the woman doesn't necessarily have to be tap dancing and showing her ass on social media to get the that. message. Yeah, but you I didn't say that. You cannot say anything. Yeah, I didn't say and that. And the though. guy just send you a message once a year. But when I, I talk about the answer back, but when so I that doesn't qualify as entertaining somebody. But we're not talking about that guy because we also clarified that too. We're not talking about the guy that you just talked to here. You know, he contacts you like once a year and stuff like that. We're talking about the guy you stay in communication with even while you're with your boyfriend. And I think that sucks. I won't disagree. Now, if I put myself in the situation I've been in a relationship for five years, there shouldn't be any ex that I'm entertaining exactly. at all. Exactly. But I, like I said, there is a window there, and especially in a new How relationship. How long is your window? In a new courtship. I would say after a breakup, my window of communication is probably going to last at least the first 30 days. <laughs> are we going to be, are we going to tell it's truth here? <laughs> are we going to tell truth here? That's 30 four days. weeks, yeah. 
Yeah, by, for, by the first month, I'm in. I'm into my new guy. So, so, so after 30 days, let me make sure I'm hearing this accurate now. What? I don't even have so, time for this type of shit. So, yeah, no, we ain't got time for this type of shit now. So, after 30 days, it's just, it's just, chop. And you I tell them. Leave. And you tell them. Usually the way I... <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like they think that we don't know, but we do. No, I'm We know this type of shit. Yeah, usually, you don't have to think. Usually when communication has been severed, uh-huh. it hasn't been voluntary. It hasn't been, you know what? I, I'm in a new place in my life. I got a man. I'm going to block all these, all my exes on Facebook. It's never been that way, if I'm being honest. Okay. The way that it has been communicated in my life is my man said no more communication Mm -hmm. because to be honest with you by the time I'm actually conversing with an ex and communicating with an ex at this point I'm satisfied with the fact that we're platonic and I know I'm different because I have a lot of relationships with men that are platonic because I have more guy friends than women friends so I would definitely fall in the category of someone who makes friends with their ex everything is smooth no hard feelings and would leave the communication open for that. I am guilty of that. I will so let me say ask you a question. So when you're with your new guy, you see absolutely nothing wrong with talking to your ex. But, and I'm going to just say, you know, I'm not saying it happens often or whatever mm. the case may be. But I'm just saying that I noticed that when y'all have those conversations, a lot of times, the new guy isn't, your new guy's not around. Like, he's not around for those Facebook messages. Mm-hmm. He's not around for those phone calls. Mm-hmm. He's not around. Now, granted, he might not be around when you're running to him mm-hmm. out and about and y'all catching up and, you know, all this other type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You see absolutely nothing wrong with this going on. If I'm asking him personally, no. And the only reason why I'm saying no is because of the content of my communication I don't have a problem with it. I'll stand by the, anything that I've said or any message that I've sent. I can stand by that. Mm-hmm. Me. But overall, if I'm talking to a, a girlfriend that says, hey, what should I do? My ex keeps calling. Yes, I might say basically just as a general thing, that's not a good idea. Just generally. Because like you say all the time, sometimes it boils down to the individual. Sometimes it boils down to the situation. I'm, I have a new girlfriend that communicates with her ex-boyfriend but it's because they share a dog and they were also in a relationship for a long time i know you thought that was weird but i'm a dog person no listen i'm a dog person and dogs are like people's kids if you buy a dog together and and this is for people who are on the on the verge of breakup and y'all talking about getting a pet together it's a mistake y'all gonna fight over that damn dog it says going to your house one week and my house the next week. And at some point, it's going to be a fight about the dog. At some point, y'all both going to be visiting the dog and y'all going to smash each other. The dog is the link, is what I'm trying to say. You can have a motherfucking dog. <laughs> Go ahead. But I know a person. like she, You know a guy, huh? <laughs> she has a dog right now and she shares it with her ex. And... He, I think, coaches her kids at football. So I want you to, I'm going to use this example because I want you to say what she should fucking do. They Mm. broke up. They have a dog. The dog stays at her house. But how do you tell this man who helped purchase the dog, who fell in love with the dog, 
that he can never see the dog and then find out that, hey, he's your kids part of the little league football team coaching system. There's nothing you can do about that. What do you go to the little league uh, board and say, hey, I used to date him. I, you know, I can't do this because my new man at home don't want us to communicate. It's not real life. And I think even though I'm using Facebook as a bad example, Facebook social media period is a real test to some of these situations. How can if you can't have your ex as a Facebook friend, then in a real life situation where he's working at the Publix bagging your groceries, what do you do when he's your kids little league coach? What do you do when he joins the school board and he's at the PTA meeting? What do you do? These are not real life situations where you're saying, hey, cut the communication with your ex. It's not realistic. It is not. I get where it could be disrespectful and inappropriate, but it's not realistic to request the other person to cut them off completely and expect them to even be able to control that communication. Now, if you want to be petty and say, hey, I don't want him to be your Facebook friend, fine. But he'll find a way because he's going to be your son's little league coach and he's going to work at the Publix or the Office Depot. You live in the fucking same city if you were together most cases. So it would behoove two smart people to come up with a system that makes sense. I'm saying that that does just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for me because of who I am as an individual. I work in music. I do a lot of shit that most likely I met the person doing business that I'm dating. So now that we dated for five years, I can't make no more money with this motherfucker. I beg to differ. I do. And I don't want to come off disrespectful because I do respect my spouse. And if he's saying, hey, I know you get money with that motherfucker, but you also suck this dick. It's over. I get that. I get it. But for every fucking situation, is that going to be the same thing? If that's your general consensus that you don't want your person communicating with your ex, I just think you're setting an unrealistic goal, if I'm being completely honest. Do you ever stay on topic? The it is on topic. Stop. Is it? Entertaining your ex, keeping them around, keeping right. the conversation going. And that what you just said had nothing to do with what I was what the topic is. The topic is entertaining the ex. Not that I want you to stop being friends with your ex and that he's your goddamn basketball coach and he got half the goddamn dog or whatever the case may be and y'all want to walk him one week and another. The topic is the ex that's communicating with you and you entertaining that ex. I that might be entertaining him because we share a vested interest. That makes sense. Having a dog together is sharing a vested interest. I'm communicating with him. I think communication falls under the umbrella of entertainment. Because you said a Facebook message. If a message falls under entertainment, then damn having a conversation with somebody about a damn dog we share falls under the umbrella of entertainment. It's all under the same umbrella. Talking, chatting, laughing, visiting family. That is all under the umbrella of entertaining your ex because he is a part of your life. He's a part of the things that you do. That all fits the umbrella. Sorry. Get a median. Sever yourself from the dog. This is just really simple. Like Just like when people take half a house, half the car. Y'all buy a car together. The car gonna go one way. Y'all don't. Y'all not sharing motherfucking cars from week to week or anything like that. I don't really know who you think you're talking to. I was not born at night or last night. It just don't go like that. The thing about this is this. When y'all go on a rant, the rant sounds good. It sounds like you can do this type of shit, and it's just like you know what what happens if, 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 if the dog is that's cool. But just to stay on topic, the topic is this: when we talk about entertaining, you know, and you did a real wide world of sports with the dog. You know what? And um, that shit <laughs> that shit sounded good. But we're gonna go back into real shit now. 
I don't have a problem with you talking to an ex and him, uh, you know, y'all liking each other pictures and stuff like that. The problem that I actually have is the problem when you're entertaining to the fact of he's saying how good you look and how cute you are and that he want to fuck you and not in those exact type words, but, you know, bringing up old stuff that makes you reminisce, reminisce, reminisce. Like Mary J. Blige from time to time. These are the type of entertainment stories that I'm talking about that you just don't fucking cut off. People that sit there and say, if he fuck up, I'll be there. Like he's Michael Jackson or some shit. Like, this is the type of entertainment that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about sharing no goddamn dog. I don't care about the dog. Take the dog. You can take the luggage too. I don't give a fuck. But what I do give a fuck about is an ex talking to my ex, talking about he want to break her spine. That is what I have an issue with. I get that. I don't think you should not have an issue with somebody saying they want to break your lady's spine. He's supposed to be an ex-boyfriend. At that point, I would want to sever ties. But that's what I say about being realistic. When I said those people should sit down and set boundaries, okay, fine. Y'all share a dog or... Y'all are good friends or, hey, it's just platonic, whatever. If you're going to allow her to be an adult and trust her and also be realistic, you might say, cool. But as soon as he crossed the line, I'm going to have a problem. That's like saying your your kid saying, hey, dad, can I borrow the car? You really don't want her to borrow the car. And in your heart, you know she's going to fuck up one day. Might not fuck up the first day she take the car. But the fact that she has the opportunity to take the car is an opportunity for problems. But if you don't let her take the car, you're not going to know whether she can handle the responsibility. So this is the same thing when your wife or your girlfriend comes to you and says, hey, I have a platonic relationship for my, with my ex for any reason. I think the smart thing to do is just set boundaries. Okay, that's fine. Because having a problem with it up front is basically saying, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Period. Fine. You have an ex that's your friend. I'm cool. What I'm not cool with is inappropriate conversation. What I'm not cool with is y'all being alone together. That's smart boundaries. Not saying I don't want y'all to communicate at all. You're setting yourself up for failure or setting her up for failure. Because in her mind, she's just not ready yet. She's not ready to cut the conversation for any reason or for not a reason yet. For some reason, she just isn't ready to let that go. And there could be nothing wrong with that because she's not doing anything inappropriate is what I'm saying. And you can't say, hey, you can't take my car because you're just going to crash it. And she ain't even drove the motherfucker yet. You can't do that. Same shit. You just don't learn, do you? So, let me try this a different way. A lot of times, I don't even feel like I have to go that route because I typically just don't do things like that. You know what tends to happen from time to time? The woman says, I have a platonic friend, and there's no way on earth that Tony would ever try to fuck me like we're just platonic friends. Like, everything is over with and severed ties and shit like that. And you're bumping along with your boyfriend, y'all having a good old time and this and that. Then all of a sudden, a dick pic come through. <laughs> now, you say to yourself, I just told him we was platonic. Now, do I really want to bring up this dick pic that this was shown? Because I said that we were platonic. Now, don't, I didn't say anything about you not talking to Tony. You told me Tony was cool. You introduced me to Tony. Tony pounded me up, dapped me up, 
the whole nine. You told me the sex was whack. So that was probably the reason why. But you know the thing about the real world that you keep bringing up? See, sex was just whack on your side. But on his side, it was phenomenal. And when he sent that dick pic, <laughs> it was the platonic side that he said, I ain't with my ex no more, so fuck it. I might as well just shoot my shot. Because you know what exes do a lot of times? See, they sit back and then women fall right into this. You say how happy you are in your new relationship. You do some of those things that you say, I want Tony to see. Like him with my new boo. And him with my new baby. And all of these things that you say, I want Tony to see. And you know what Tony does? Tony says, I don't believe her. And he sends that dick pic. That is actually what goes on. And then from there, do you tell your man? Do you tell your man? Let us know in the comments. Make sure you like and subscribe and join us for another episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. You can find me on Facebook, IG, and Twitter at Kana Lassiter. Hey, it's your boy, man, 51 Spade. Hit me up on both platforms. We on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. You want interesting topics like this? Hey, keep tuning in. Leave comments. Tell us what's up. Tell us about stuff that you want us to cover. And we'll do that. Yes. Peace.